This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We're looking at issues around mental health with SADAC because uh, South Africa is among the countries ranked as having the lowest rate of mental well-being in the world to the Mental Health Million Project's latest world report. A new research uh, by the South African Depression and Anxiety Group reveals that ongoing rolling blackouts have strained residents' mental well-being. The study found anxiety, panic, depression, and isolation are what some people are struggling the most with when it's related to power cuts. We're speaking to Fatima Sidat from Sadak. Good evening and welcome. Good evening. Thank you for having us on here. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. I'll come to the issues around power cuts. But globally, we are among the lowest ranked mental healthy people in the in the in the in the in, in the world. What does that mean? So according to stats at the moment, one in three people are likely to experience a mental health condition in their lifetime. So that's a huge stat to look at. And I think many of us are going through such stressful situations when it comes to job loss, to unemployment, to the uncertainty of what's going on in the in the country, the high crime rate, the trauma that we go through on a day-to-day basis. There's so much happening that it's becoming more difficult for us to go through these things. Mm. But attached with that, um, we don't have the sufficient or enough mental health services in South Africa. Mm. And if you look at the calls that SEDEC has been receiving over the last, um, last year, we've been re- re- receiving about 2,500 to 3,000 calls daily from people looking for help mm. or just some advice on mental health. Now, okay, so what it generally means is in terms of mental health ranked against ad- others, we're not doing very well. Does the socioeconomic issues in a country, and this in our case, affect how well we would be doing or not doing? Yes, very true. I mean, our environment is not that certain anymore. So it does become difficult for people to go through with their day-to-day. Mm, okay. And and if, if you just now to come back to some parts of that report uh, as well. So it says load shedding has impacted people's mental health. So, Sarah, we've been looking at low shedding and we know relatively that it has huge impacts on everyone's day-to-day functionality and um, experiences. However, we didn't know the finer details, so we thought let's do some sort of survey to find out how exactly does low shedding affect a person living with mental health or just a person mm. in their mental health. And we found that A lot of people are feeling very overwhelmed. Mm. There's high high levels of anxiety, which means about 62% of the participants experience anxiety. Mm. And then further, four four in 10 people have been describing feelings of depression due to um, experiencing low shedding, which is huge amounts of people. So it's simple perhaps to underestimate the impact of load shedding because of its regularity, the fact that it generally um, affects everyone. But I suppose that there are people that it's more costly to them, say a business owner, 
is affected slightly extra in terms of the cost to their business and the losses that they may incur and and so on. Are you able to go to that and, and, and differentiate with the impact? Yes, definitely. So a lot of people were expressing that their levels of stress and anxiety increases because they are struggling to get through with or meet deadlines at work. Mm. We've got um, university students saying they are struggling to study due to the loss of electricity at all hours. Mm. Um, we have mental, a mental health responded, a person that filled up the survey, and they um, noted how they felt during the time or the way low shedding makes them feel. And remember, for a mental health patient, they have to live, like, you know, probably have some sort of system in place or they need to um, sort of follow a specific schedule and to eat on the proper time, to sleep at the proper time is really important because it helps with your mental well-being. And with low shedding coming in, it's very difficult to have a specific structure in place to help you go through your day-to-day activities, which makes it more difficult for a person to cope, especially if you've been diagnosed with a mental health condition and, you know, it's just following a normal schedule so that you can then make sure you take your medication at a specific time, you sleep at a specific time, eat at a specific time, because that's what helps you regulate your normal day-to-day functioning. What are the possible coping mechanisms? So we've been putting together a bit of coping skills um, uh, sort of to help people with helpful hints and to deal with the time of low shedding. So what we've come up with and um, it's basic things that you can do for yourself just to cope better. So the one is um, we, we are aware that we cannot rely on the schedule we've been given because on a day-to-day basis it changes and that's what's causing high levels of anxiety but what we are we are now doing is we encouraging people to follow the schedule to see what time they actually going to have the low setting so they sort of know how to plan their day if they are having low shedding in specific times and they are able to do their maybe off-screen time which is really important for people at the moment. So not being at the computer or at your phone all the time and doing another activity like reading, like going to exercise, like doing your daily chores to help you, um, you know, do other things while you aren't able to have access to electricity. So we try to um, encourage that. A lot of people speak about isolation. And isolation also, if a person is living alone, they have no communication with the outside world because your network often goes. So we're trying to encourage people, when you are in low sharing times, if you are living with family members, try and create something for the family activity, like a little family activity or you know, something that the family can do as a collective. If you are living on your own, they need to now, you know, find a way of coping with that. So it's about maybe trying to communicate through different methods. So maybe if you are feeling lonely, write a letter or an email to someone, and when the electricity comes back, they can send it off. 
So there's all these little practical tools that we have in place and we are posting on our social networks and on our website. So we're going to make them available to everyone that's seeking help. Mm, right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Good evening to you. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.